This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Marketing Natives. Today's a special episode. We have Anna Keller, a self-proclaimed fruit expert, mother of three, our friend, and runs the best reviewed edible arrangements in the Metroplex. Hi, Anna. Hey, that's me. (laughs) That was a perfect intro. Exactly, I thought Mm so. Uh, There's a little context to the, she gave us some insight to this last Tuesday at a networking group of her amazing reviews. So go check those out. Yep. Absolutely. And are you really a self-proclaimed fruit expert? That's actually what they call us. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, experts. I think you're a fruit expert, so not even just self-proclaimed. I believe it too. Okay. Okay. Um, so just to make this a little bit easier for you, um, this is a very easy question. Um, <laughs> so some people have the nickname Anna Banana um, because it just kind of rhymes together, but we've actually seen a lot of pictures or videos of you in banana suits. Mm, yeah. Um, do you enjoy that? Do you do you like take in that name Anna Banana and like wear it with pride or? <laughs> I do. Yeah. No, I enjoy wearing the banana suit. It's fun. Where it's fun. does it? I mean, obviously it works because we're talking about it now. But like, how often do you like? Do you wear it at the store? Or you guys do it at his events, or what's the purpose for that? Yeah, we do it at events. Sometimes um, I think my favorite is when we give out like free samples. So we'll go up to the park on a nice day. And just, you know, it's crowded, that Celebration Park in Allen. And just, we have like fruit salads and we just walk out there with our fruit suits and give out free product. And then it's awesome because the next day you see them come back into the store. Oh, I didn't know you had smoothies. And they have the coupon that we handed out with their free. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So you need to let us know the next time you go to the park because I just saw you in the banana suit. I didn't know that there was like, Mm -hmm. go there, get free stuff, get a coupon. Um so, that's so are there any other types of fruit suits? Yes, we have a pineapple oh, sweet. and a strawberry. Okay, we may be able to use the pineapple. <laughs> you need a pineapple suit? I don't know why yet, but we will. Okay. Right? Yeah, like yeah. we can reenact. Wait, does uh, it have like the, the, the green? The green crown. Okay. Yeah. See, so hmm. I mean, it playing tribute to SpongeBob, dude. We could seriously Ooh. do something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And we could do some kind of co-marketing with edible arrangements, go there, support. Yeah. This may be on to something here. I like it. All right. So for those who don't know what Edible Arrangements is, could you tell us a little bit more about Edible Arrangements, but like more specifically to your guys' business up here in the, um, technically you're in Fairview. Um, so tell us a little bit about Edible Arrangements. Well, uh, if you don't know anything about Edible Arrangements, it's fresh fruit arranged like a flower bouquet. Um, and goodness, our number one occasion for purchases is birthdays and then anniversaries and um, a lot of businesses use our product to gift their employees for get well soon and um, onboarding and um, and occasions like that. So a lot of B2B um, business and then just a lot of you know birthdays and anniversaries. Obviously our two big holidays are a huge part of our business, about 30%. Right, so. and uh, Valentine's Day is one of those, right? So we're yes. coming right up mm-hmm. on Valentine's yeah. Day. Perfectly timed podcast, I would yes. say. Yes. And besides the fruit book, bouquets, bouquets, right? Yeah. Bouquets. Um, you have the smoothies, right? That yes. Yeah. They were pretty new, right? I think last year maybe or yeah, two years ago? Yeah, it's been about two years now that we introduced the smoothies and the to-go items in the front of the store. So you don't have to come in to buy a whole bouquet, but if you're just craving some chocolate strawberries, you can come in, spend about $5 and get you know, the same experience, put it in a cup. 
Yeah, mm, I actually I prefer the salted caramel apples. Those are Ooh, so much mm. better. Those are good. Yeah. yeah, you did. I don't know if they're they're still an option when you have those cups with different chocolate covered fruits in those. Or am I just saying that out of context? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. those are very cheap and also um, amazing. Actually, they're probably bad because you want to eat all of them for just one person. So <laughs> I don't know if that's recommended or not, but it's fruit, so it's healthy. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's healthier than it could be. You right. Could yeah, it could be like twenty recesses or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So your story may be a little bit different, but like, how did you get started into edible arrangements? What did you, why did you guys choose or how did you guys choose edible arrangements? So my mom, um, saw an arrangement being delivered, gosh, like probably 13 or 14 years ago, um, at, she works at a hospital, um, and she saw one being delivered and she's like, man, that looks really cool. Um, I'm going to order one for myself and see if it's really as good as it looked and she loved it and so she started the process of looking into the franchise and a couple years later we had one so wow um so you said 14 years to give context you don't have to tell us exactly how old you are but i mean obviously you were not graduated from high school when that happened right right yeah dang so you've been literally working in the business for like your adult life yeah i had one job before i went to work for my parents yeah. Which was what? What was your other job? Um, I worked with uh, a small party shop. It was like a locally owned party store, like a party city, but independently owned. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that about you. Yeah. So what's a, let's like a typical day look like for you besides wearing banana suits mm-hmm. um, and going to the park? What is like a normal day other than obviously interviewing for podcasts too? That's part of the <laughs> job. But what does a day look like for you? Well, um, I try to start at least two or three days a week with a networking meeting, um, so kind of get out. And then we, I head into the store, start preparing everything. We try to do everything same day to keep it as fresh as possible. So we start the morning prepping all the orders that we have. Uh, my favorite thing to do is dip, so I find myself dipping most <laughs> of the time. Um, <laughs> and uh, assemble them all, and then send them all out for deliveries. And I occasionally help in that area as well um other than that just kind of administrative stuff just small business life (laughs) so your parents your parents um obviously own the franchise as well and you guys run that as um are they involved in the day-to-day or you're kind of like head of operations for all the day-to-day or what does it look like for you guys as a family yeah i run the store as if it's my own pretty much um if i need an opinion I'll go to them otherwise they send everything back to me if somebody goes to them they say no go back to Anna wow (laughs) nice and how long have you been doing that where they have been sort of hands-off uh about seven seven years I would say wow Wow. okay I did not know that either because you've recently or at least we've known each other for probably about two years or so so you weren't always networking or anything like that or were you when you just kind of hid from us no, I wasn't networking. Um, I started networking when we opened our second location because um, I wanted to focus more on, on the marketing side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was probably one of the best things that I've learned and started doing. Um, so it was a great benefit of opening that store. Right. I guess, I mean, I knew of edible arrangements, but I never really had been there until we met you. And heck, we wouldn't have had a podcast guest today without it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Um, quick question about the, the family side of the business. So there are a lot of opinions about running a business with family. 
just curious. I mean, I've heard good things and bad things, and <laughs> you know, as far as people's opinions, it sounds like they kind of, um, you know, let you run those things. But are there there challenges of like we're going over to Easter dinner or we're going over to Christmas dinner and people start talking about business and like asking questions or something, or is you know that kind of not your guys's reality? Uh, where that the overlap there between you know we're personal family and the business together yeah um you know we had a rough year this year and so there was a little bit of overlap um this year but we would we would warn each other before we went into like a family (laughs) setting hey let's not talk about business right now let's not do that so um it's hard because we're all really passionate about it and, and wanting to see it you know you know succeed and be all that it can be but um yeah i mean we just had to tell ourselves hey look it's christmas like <laughs> let's not <laughs> but no i mean honestly it's been it's been a good experience for me i can see how you know some might see challenges and have challenges but um my parents are really good about understanding my strengths and their strengths and letting me do what i do best when it comes to fruit there's a certain amount of fruits obviously that you know you guys use on a day to day has there been things added to the menu that ended up not working? I guess when it comes to fruit, I don't know if that's something yeah. that you've... Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did Anjou pears. I don't even know if I'm saying that correctly. Anjou pears, I'm <laughs> I've, not I've sure. I've seen the name on a supermarket, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, they're like baby pears. Yeah. Um, we did those for a little while. Um, you know, some people loved them. There was just not enough people that were interested. Um, they were pretty hard to deal with, mm-hmm. hard to work with. Um, and then we've also done raspberries, which are also difficult to work with. Oh, Why that would that? be really good, though. Yeah. Uh, they're just very soft, really soft. Mm, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Watermelon's difficult, but we keep that around because everybody loves it. But Yeah. So is it also, like, the, not only because it's soft, but, like, are those ones more perishable, too? Because, like, blueberries, I feel like, or not blueberries, but raspberries don't last, like, that long either. Yeah, they don't last long, for yeah. sure. Dang. All right, so <laughs> do you guys do things that are outside of fruit because i know um i don't want to take away from what you would say here but i know i think it was probably last year or sometime you were starting to do donuts but they were still fruit right Mm -hmm. Um, shaped as a donut yeah shaped as a donut (laughs) um so again you could eat that donut and feel better about it i guess maybe i don't know but do you guys do things that are outside of uh fruit or is it just going to be because our edible doesn't necessarily just mean fruit so i didn't know if you guys were um using anything or have used anything in the past to for besides fruit yeah um i believe it was two years ago we launched a chocolate just a chocolates box um no fruit non-perishable um and it didn't go quite as we had hoped um for for many reasons but uh so we've kind of left that side of that. We left that behind. Like they said, no, never mind. We won't do that again. Um, but we have moved on um, to dropping arrangements out of the name or only using arrangements when it we're referring to the actual arrangement. So it, it's opened the door for us to bring in some other products. And uh, right now they are testing cookies in a lot of our locations. So excited about that do you have cookies at your location i don't i did as soon as i saw them come out i emailed them up at corporate and i was like how do i get to be a test store like yeah <laughs> i need this right now we do too we need you to well test. i think you posted a picture not too long ago about that and they yes. look pretty good they yeah. look like really good cookies so yeah so it, 
have they emailed you back with the process? Is this something that's going to happen? They forwarded my store information to, you know, innovation to see if I was a good Mm -hmm. candidate, which I think I am now because I've got more volume than I had before. So cool. Yes, please let us know. And we'll uh, update the show notes for this whenever that's available because I'll definitely. Cookies are one of those things, like, I guess if you're going to cheat on something, um, that's why it's good to eat some fruit anyway, because you, if you don't feel bad. But if I'm going to cheat on something, I, I prefer a cookie. Like, there's some people who like cheesecake or brownies or whatever else, but, like, a really good cookie is... Yep, I'm a cookie person. Cookie, mm-hmm. and I do like a good cupcake. Those are, like, my cheat things. Like sprinkles? Like the sprinkles cupcakes? Or I haven't more? had a sprinkles cupcake. What? Yeah, Those are really good. They are. Mm-hmm. You gotta, yeah, gotta go do the whole process. It's over yeah. 15, 20 minutes away. It's awesome. But they also have, uh, they stopped doing ice cream, which is sad. Oh, uh, really? Yep, they did. But their cupcakes are really good. I'll have to try it. Yes. So, uh, Valentine's is coming up, and obviously this is, you know, a good holiday for for these arrangements and things like that. Have you ever had any crazy requests or anything? It doesn't have to be for Valentine's, but any crazy requests from customers that wanted maybe, I don't know, a fruit cut in a shape that was, I don't know, weird or I don't know. (laughs) Oh man. You know, the first thing that comes to my mind and you might have to edit this out is we get phone calls around Valentine's day for other edible items. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So that's, uh, other than that, sometimes we get some weird um, calls about like, hey, you know, when we get to the card message, they're like, oh man, I'm gonna have to say this out loud. I'm like, well, if you want me to type it, um, you're gonna need to say it out loud. So uh, we have a lot of fun with that. And then a lot of people who send their orders in over the web, and I guess they don't realize that, or they don't care that we can read anything they type. So we have a lot of fun. Is there Um, any ones that like, stick out particularly that are kind of appropriate for this conversation <laughs> no no yeah, okay cool I, I, well we'll, so. we'll we can talk about it afterwards. <laughs> so now now i'm really curious um and those who are listening who are local you can ask us offline too maybe. Yeah, yeah so uh, there one thing that we want actually christian put this on here i saw yeah. earlier and i really really want this so if you can make this happen Anna, it would be amazing so just prefacing this as much as possible is there a way to get a buffalo wing bouquet um, it, it's not gonna stay warm. Do you yeah. like cold buffalo wings? I mean, sometimes. I, uh, <laughs> no. sometimes it doesn't matter. That's true. It's uh, just yeah, it's not. No, but I saw that as a, it was a it was April Fool's. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was an April Fool's oh, a long no, no, time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Our corporate put that out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I had the picture with like the buffalo like st- yes. on a stick, and yeah. it looked. I mean, it looked kind of appetizing to me. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say <laughs> some way that it's like a. Able to keep warm, that's the only problem. But yeah, that yeah. would be so awesome. Yes. <laughs> that would be great. Dang. Um, all right. So it, in 2019, um, we kind of lo- talked a little bit about the cookies. That's the only thing that we kind of knew that, or, you know, saw that was new. Because um, you do a good job of social media and kind of explaining and telling more about your store. So I feel like we can stay up in touch with that. But are there any cool things that you can share with us about uh, 2019 that Edible is going to do um, or that you guys have plans to roll out or anything that would be super exciting, like the cookies? No, I think the cookies are going to be the main thing because we have never, besides that one attempt at the chocolate box, introduced a product that is not as perishable. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, 
cookies are really a no-brainer. They were the number one search on our website, and I don't know what took us so long to say. What? Really? To say, oh, well, if people are coming to us and want cookies and we don't have them, why don't we have them? Um, wow. Yeah, it was. The number one search on an edible fruit website is cookies. <laughs> cookies. Number two is cakes. And what? Yeah. Well, I mean, because they're coming there, they, they already know we have fruit, but they think we right. have other things, too. Mm-hmm. And Like, oh, yeah, I wonder I mean, if they had cookies. Typing yeah. cookies. Yeah, that's true. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I guess that's, I mean, hopefully those cookies just started getting rolled. We're recording this in January of 2019. So those cookies had been out for like not A very week. long. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So very, very new. So we won't know, even know if they've been successful or not until later. But man, if you're listening to this and you are wherever, where's the pilot location? Um, You know, I think Cedar Hill Okay. has one. So go There's check out the Cedar Hill. There's a couple stores in DFW that have them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they need to give you one. So. I know. We're going to go. I'm going to go see him. Awesome. Yeah. So go support the cookies so we can get them here locally. That's kind <laughs> yeah. of a selfish plug there to, to get cookies over here in our Fairview location. But um, to kind of transition here a little bit, we want to know more about Anna because um, she's obviously the, the brands and power behind the, the fruit here. Um, and I think it's kind of interesting because we do know a little bit about you personally. Um, so this is an easy question for you. What uh, or how did you and your husband meet? Uh, you do you already know the story? I don't know the story. I know of the story, <laughs> or I know that you know. No, I really don't know the inside <laughs> answer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, we met in tenth grade at the lunch table. I was like the cool kids' lunch table. No, I was new to the high school, oh. and I was introduced to him from another guy in my history class because I was sitting with him and it was like here's the other people I sit with and he was one of them so yeah wow. he had an I love Jesus lanyard and that was really like oh this guy loves Jesus <laughs> so very yeah, cool so 10th grade where were you coming from then I lived in Plano first and we moved out to Wiley okay okay mm-hmm. so it wasn't like you were because I think where are you you're not originally from Texas though right uh I moved here when I was three. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Basically, yeah. Texan. Yeah. You're Texan. <laughs> as fast as I could. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the correct answer. All yeah. Texans would be proud of you. Uh-huh. Um, so, Plano. Okay. Plano, and then where's where's the high school at? Where were you guys going to high school? Wiley High School. Wiley? Mm-hmm. What? Okay. I'm just trying to connect. I was trying to connect all the dots here, because I know a little bit about, like, uh, your circle of friends and trying to figure out how you guys all met, but I didn't know the, how that all that happened. But anyway... That's just mostly through church. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So before we go a little bit farther, you and your husband or your husband obviously married for a while now. You guys have uh, three kids and they're actually here with us today. And one of them goes to the store often. Does uh, your husband go help out at edible arrangements at all? Not very often. Um, Not often enough, Mason. Did you hear that? I didn't say that. (laughs) He doesn't help very often. (laughs) But... uh, he did help us for Christmas this year. Yeah. Awesome. I woke up one morning and he put on his edible shirt. He has like one edible shirt <laughs> and he walks out of the closet and he was like, put me in coach. <laughs> I was like, all right, you got it. Nice. And then afterwards he's like, man, that's a lot of work. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and that was, I mean, you guys are busy at that time. I can't even imagine like Valentine's day or mother's day or something like that, yeah. which is probably twice as busy. Um, so do you guys have, or you, you guys um do you have any piece of advice or somebody who's just starting out because i think you have a lot to add just from 
like kind of being in the business from such an early age to now, like just any practical advice for people who are starting with a new business or starting out with a new franchise or anything like that? Yeah. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is to, to do it without debt. Number one, um, that was a mistake <laughs> we made. Um, number two, really investigate the, um, you know, your support team for a franchise and, um, just be sure that you can, you can trust them. Cause there's a lot of things that are out of your control when you own a franchise mm -hmm. and that's hard to deal with. So if you, um, if you can build your business without a franchise, I mean, I would totally go that way, but, um, you know, the franchise model is also great because people who don't know a lot about business get a lot of support, um, in the marketing side and man, just, just everything. Um, it, it's helpful. Uh, but it would also be really great if you can do it on your own. Right. Start small. Yeah, I think, I mean, you guys have brand awareness and a national platform at yes. that point. So there's definitely benefits to oh, I yeah. guess, both sides there. Very cool. All right. So um, what is a purchase? And you, if you've listened to another episode, you may have mm. heard this before. So hopefully you're preparing for this episode. I did not prepare. <laughs> oh. I didn't think you would ask the same question again. Oh, this is, this is one of our staple uh, questions. Oh, my. Oh, so we can come back to this if you, if you know what I'm getting ready to say. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're getting ready to okay, say. Okay, so here's an easier question for you. What is, um, or what's a, in a recent place or a recent book that you've um, that you've read that's kind of had a big impact or one that you would recommend to somebody, whether it's a business or not? Mm. So I don't get to read very often, um, but over the Christmas break, I was able to crank out three books. So I was super proud of myself. Wow. Um, Let's see. Gosh. Okay. The first one that comes to mind, not business related. Um, it was, it's called, it's not supposed to be this way, uh, by, I believe it's Lisa. Uh, it's L Y S A to cursed. Um, really good book. Just, uh, how to process challenges in life. And, um, when you encounter like really big disappointments, how to overcome that and not get bitter and angry, but yeah. I think that's applicable for business as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. kind of along those lines, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And the other one I, I did, I finished recently was the book Finish by John Acuff. And I really liked that one. Oh, I've read Start, but I've never, I didn't know he had a book called Finish. Seems um, smart yeah, though. Yeah. <laughs> he introduces Finish talking about how he made a mistake by writing Start first because a lot of people don't have any trouble starting it's really getting to the finish is interesting. Is a struggle. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You should read this one. You would really like it. It talks about, um, how to, you know, overcome what he calls the day after perfect. So when you set a goal and you mess up one day, don't do whatever you said you were going to do. A lot of people just tend to stop right there cause it, it wasn't perfect. Right. So that's mm -hmm. when they quit their goal and they said it's normally like three days into it that people are give up because they already had to stop. Wow. And if you could just get past trying to make it perfect, you would still achieve the goal. Yep. Yeah, definitely gonna have to read to that. I mean, I'm a huge fan of his. I, I like that book start, but I did not know that he had a book called finish, which yeah, like hearing it now obviously makes a little bit more sense too. probably would have read that one first. So. <laughs> All right. In the last five years, um, do you have any new beliefs, behavior, habits, or anything like that that's kind of improved your life, whether in business or in personal? Wow. Um, 
I would say in the last five years, new belief. I, I think getting out of your comfort zone has been my last five years. Um, I'm, I'm an introvert and there's not a lot of us out in networking worlds. So, um, just learning to be comfortable in who you are, but knowing when to push that and say, okay, but to achieve this, I'm going to have to be a little uncomfortable and, um, learning to balance that and finding where you fit in. So, yeah. That was a perfect answer to that question. I feel like you did prepare, maybe. No, just kidding. No, I did not prepare for that. <laughs> but, it, I mean, that is a, yeah, that's a tough situation, I guess, to think about as an introvert going in front of potentially 100-plus people and saying, this is what I do, and this is why you should come do business with me. And yeah. it's like, more. I'd rather just have a one-on-one or just kind of be in the right. office mm-hmm. and not around 100 people. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely jumping out of the comfort yeah. zone. I always love finding the other introverts in the, in the crowd. Like I can do it. It's like, bam, <laughs> if you just want to know, like I can point them out for you. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, they like, yep. and they kind of attract. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I talked about that offline too, cause I want to shout out anybody. We all have mutual, they don't want, maybe they don't want to be called that. I don't think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's a stigma or anything, but. Oh, for some people they, they think it's like, it's like a defect. They think it's like something mm-hmm. wrong with somebody. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm an introvert. It's oh, not, no, it's not those people. Yeah. <laughs> not those people. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, we're definitely have to talk about that, too. Um, so starting out, or I guess once you've taken over, like, the business role um, or, like, the more of the role from your parents in the sense that, like, you're running more of the day-to-day, what's something that you wish that you would have known when you were starting out that um, you know now that, you know, you wish you would have known back then? I wish I would have known more about managing people. Um, And I'm still learning a whole bunch in that area. Uh, And it's probably my biggest challenge in business. Um, You know, we we have to hire a lot of people and train a lot of people and just learning more about how to motivate people. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously you can never expect them to be as committed to the job as you are as the owner, but, yeah, just building teams that enjoy each other because when they don't, it's no fun for anyone. We work in a really small space and everybody has to be really communicating with each other all day. And so if there's any tension, you know, it's got to be addressed. And, you know, just learning to overcome those kind of people challenges would have been helpful. Not having to last minute like, oh, gosh, this just came up. Where's a book I can read that will help me (laughs) (laughs) solve this problem? But you have some employees or a couple of employees, at least, that have been around for a while, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, I have Margie. She's been there about five years. Her brother's been there a little bit longer. Oh, wow. um, yeah, right now I have a dream team. Awesome. My, um, my main, we call her designer, she production worker, she, um, Alex, she makes be- the best arrangements. Um She's been with Edible longer than I have, so she's worked at a lot of different locations from wow. California to Florida, and now with uh, she's been to a couple in this area, and now she's with us. She's been with us for over a year. Wow! Um, Dang. So, how many employees do you have total? Right now, I only have about ten. There were times when we had up to twenty. Wow! Yeah. Dang. On that same store, same size, and everything. Um. No. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, about about sixteen at that lo- one location. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Well, and you guys are looking for part-time people right now, right? Yes. Yeah. Temporary workers for um, the week of Valentine's Day. 
yes so we'll put a link there if you guys want to apply and we'll um you know as long as you don't have some kind of crazy driving record probably <laughs> need some delivery drivers or productive yes. people delivery Ooh, drivers. that's a good question like uh, i know you have that edible arrangements van mm-hmm. are they ever planning out coming out with a you know how the oscar meyer wiener has a vehicle <laughs> like they could do a banana, a banana. vehicle oh, that'd yeah. be sweet talk to yeah. innovation Tell yeah them. <laughs> no i want food, food trucks first yeah i'm what trying to get that what do you mean food trucks like like the old school like an edible mobile like we just pull up in front of an office and oh like the snow cones or whatever your or smoothie or a little ringtone yeah. or like that Dang, that would be cool. Yeah. Yes. And you could book it at like all different kinds of events, especially yeah. in the summer. Birthday parties, yeah. whatever. And it's like a, again, it's healthier for people than to get those. Yeah. And here in Texas, they have a lot of these food truck locations where mm-hmm. they just rotate food trucks and they come to like these little parks and stuff where people play, drink and yeah. eat. So I think you're way ahead of the innovation team with that. I idea. Am, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully innovation team, if you're listening, Anna has some good <laughs> ideas for you. Um, <laughs> So to give context for this, it's not, I don't think, or how we approach this failure is not necessarily a bad thing. So many people think of it as that way. So to give context, I don't think failure is a bad thing, but just a learning opportunity. Um, But what's something that you you think that you've failed at um, or a learning opportunity from something that didn't go as planned? Um, Well, uh, we just closed uh, our McKinney location. Um, That was definitely a big learning lesson um obviously there was a lot of good things like starting networking that came out of that Mm -hmm. um but just overall uh we we trusted too much in other people's opinion of what would happen when that store opened and didn't really do our own research and so you know you you gotta trust your gut and um so there's a lot of things that should have been red flags for us um initially looking back but uh yeah that that was a failure um and definitely we've learned from it and just well and it's also helped your like your your current fairview location right though oh, yeah traffic wise just because yes. to give people context fairview and mckinney um are, are very close to each other what how far away were the locations from each other they were about 20 minutes but only like you know 10 12 miles or so mm-hmm. so not horribly far away from each other either yeah yeah, yeah. Closing it was a good decision, and and another, you know, thing. Making that decision of closing a business is really difficult, and we took too long to acknowledge that it needed to be closed, and so that was kind of, you know, you kind of put it off. You're like, oh man, you know, it's, we can make this work. We can make this work, but we were giving it our all, and it wasn't working, and so we should have noticed that sooner and not been scared to address it. Mm-hmm. So, cool. Yeah. I was gonna ask you actually about this. Um, Right in front of your Fairview store, I feel like there's been construction on that road <laughs> for the past six years. Actually, I mean, Aaron, I I moved to Texas maybe like three or four years ago, and I feel like when I moved, like there was construction on that road, um, and I think it's yeah, it's still going. Like it's not, it hasn't ended yet. Um, is that something that has affected the business? And because your location is literally like right there where all that stuff was going on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's hard to tell exactly what's affecting, you know, your business. Is it, you know, what is it that's Mm -hmm. not bringing people in or whatnot? But, but yeah, I hear that a lot. Um, Nearly any customer (laughs) who walks in the front door mentions the construction on the road. Yeah. Um, So it's, it's gotta be affecting it in some way. Um, Yeah. It's hopefully it's finishing soon. They've 
It looks like they're making progress. Yeah. I mean, I drive by there pretty often, yeah. so it at looks least like the part that's progress. like directly in front of yeah, us, they're yeah. making progress. <laughs> if you keep going east, it's still bad. But yeah, yeah I think they'll they'll be done soon enough. Good. Yeah. I mean, it, at this point, it can't be. Yeah, all it would would be just helping you like fixing it doesn't hurt the business at all so it's only yeah. going to be an improvement yeah but yeah well and a lot of our business is online orders so mm-hmm. that's kind of that's really the majority right now um so you know it doesn't affect any of them ah. gotcha. yeah yeah i guess because yeah you're doing a lot of deliveries and mm-hmm. so unless you're going in for a smoothie well you, you can get smoothies delivered anyway too so never mind but smoothies driving traffic i guess for the people who want to walk through but yeah did not realize that all right, so this is you're obviously a little busy running a business, and you have three kids and everything, but are there any cool Netflix binges? Or, you know, it doesn't have to be cool. You could just, what any Netflix binges you watch or shows that you watch religiously? <laughs> no. None. No, no Netflix. No. Wait, we you... actually just got Netflix, like, th- two months ago, maybe. Whoa. We just got internet at home two months ago. What? <laughs> I know. All right, people, we're going to stop. We're going to stop the podcast and we're going to record a whole new episode just about the Internet. Yes. So what have you guys watched? So you can't binge anything because you've only had two months to explore Netflix. So what's what have you watched? Anything good? The only thing we've watched is uh, Fixer Upper. Okay. That's about it. (laughs) We're into like homes. We we both enjoy that. Like the HGTV, Joanna Gaines, like. Yeah. Very Texas kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, let's go back to the internet thing. How do you, how come you didn't have internet at home? Um, there's a lot of different reasons, but <laughs> it, it's a sh- distraction. Okay. I mean, we had enough going on our phones that if we needed something, we could do it on our phone. Um, That's true. Actually, yeah, yeah I know someone And we who, had young kids, and they yeah. don't need the internet yet. Right. Um, I mean, part of the reason we got it was because we were getting there. Mm. You know, we're starting needing to research for little papers and stuff, you know, in third grade. Um, but there was never really a need for it. And the expense is high. It's expensive. Yeah. yeah. It's very expensive. Yeah, especially when, when you- I think of like other things I want to spend $55 on, I'm like, eh, I'll just <laughs> pay my bills from my phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, 55 is pretty cheap, too. Uh, right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's okay. Um, I mean, you guys, I don't know, at least for Alan, I'm playing like almost 75, so I need to talk to whoever you're doing 55 with. That sounds good. But it's probably too slow for what you do. Uh, okay. I watch too much Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is I'm trying to do something a little bit different and, and than to just watch Netflix. But yeah, it's kind of my, my escape, I guess. But yeah, there's a lot of good points to what you're saying. I got plenty enough. And heck, the size of our phones now is like the size of like some of these screens that i could watch <laughs> stuff on so easily um all right so to circle back around here this is a question we really want uh, to get an answer from if not we'll edit it out but a purchase of a hundred dollars or less that has positively impacted your life in the last six months or recent memory but just something around 100 bucks could be anything okay i thought of one like just right now oh see that was perfect yeah. timing but it's not six months okay it was it was Seven probably about months. a year and a half ago oh okay yeah and I'm hoping it was under $100. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Yeah. I'm going to Google it right after this. Yeah. Uh, the We took, my husband and I took the Financial Peace University class about a year and a half ago. And oh, you have to cool. pay to join the class and get the book and the kit and all that. Um, and I believe it was like right under 100 It was like $95, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. And it's. Changed your life? Changed our lives. Yeah. 
It was great. Great for our marriage. Great for our bank account. Like everything. We were able, like when we got rid of our debt, we were able to start dreaming again. And that was really cool to watch happen. Like you don't even notice like your debt's holding you back. But Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. And he got a motorcycle too, right? He did get a motorcycle. (laughs) Yeah. It's a pretty cool motorcycle. Yeah. Um, It's a cool dream. Yeah. 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 So, wow. The hundred dollar, you know piece of her product i guess changed it to where he could buy a motorcycle yeah yeah so like yeah good investment yeah, i would think so turn. that's probably one of the best hundred dollars or less products that yeah it's impacted not only your lives but the kids that are here with the podcast episode too they have no idea yet but that's going to change their future as well yeah very cool awesome all right so how can people find out more about edible arrangements how can they find out more about anna what's What's the good way for them to connect with you to order the bouquet and potentially, hopefully, some cookies or anything like that? Yeah. Um, our storefront is staffed all the time, and um, you can give us a call to place an order. Um, What's the phone number? 214-383-9635. Good. And um, if they just go to Edible Arrangements and then search your location, they'll be able to find everything they need on the on the website or what's the is that the best way to get a hold of you or um yeah you can just go to edible.com and you can pull up local locations and yeah it'll direct you right to us um we always prefer a phone call order over an internet order Um, yes don't want to pay those dang fees yeah yeah (laughs) so give us a call awesome good interaction Awesome. So thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Marketing Natives. And again, this is one of those episodes where we don't really interview a lot of people. It's usually Christian and I. So if you enjoyed these interviews and interviews like this with Anna, go over to Instagram at BitBranding. Shoot us a message and say, hey, I enjoyed that episode with Anna. Bring her back on. Have her send me some some cookies, some fruit, um, and she'll do that. But uh, if you could also go over to iTunes and leave us an honest rating and review so that we know how to continue to make these podcasts better for you, we would truly appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.